Hello everyone, and welcome to CView Quantum Network. I'm your presenter Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco. We are cosmic beings, beings of light. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time we've received a moment of your time. We are honored, privileged, and humbled. We serve in your presence. Our shows are held on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. Time, 9 a.m. Pacific. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. All podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, cview1111.net. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Thank you, Danny, and welcome. Welcome, everybody. This is Winging It with the Angels with Stephanie Finn. Today, the topic we are covering is healing hidden beliefs. And Stephanie is going to tell us a little bit more about that. But if you have heard before, that you need to release all beliefs that do not longer serve you. And you have been doing your work. And then sometimes you have wondered, do I still have any hidden beliefs that I don't know about that are still blocking? How do I identify those so I'm able at least to be free of them because you are ready to let them go. But sometimes you don't even know what they are. They are so hidden that you can find them, even though usually they are right there on your face. But the angels are here to assist us. So let's bring Stephanie, so she can tell us a little bit more about how she chose this topic. Why is it prevalent for people today? How it can change your life, my life, and everybody's, and how we can bring the angels to our lives in a daily matter, just like Stephanie, who has since probably a year now, no longer than a year, it is being considered the number one scribe from the angels, a mentor, and much more. Stephanie, welcome to see you and to your show, Winging It with the Angels. Thank you for being here. Thank you, thank you so much, Claudia, for that beautiful introduction. Oh, and thank yes, you for being two here. years since. Yeah, it's been two years since it all started. <laughs> Wow, so two years since we met. Two years since we met. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It all started in uh, May of 2017, I guess. And um, I've been on your show ever since, almost every month. Yeah. 
it was led by that way. So, well, congratulations and two years. <laughs> Thank you. And I think May is a very big, May seems to be a very rich month for me because this year in May 2019, I happened to go through a process, which I'm going to be explaining in a couple of minutes. Um, whereby I had a, would you like for me to carry on into this now? Yes. Okay. So um, I guess it was the 24th, 25th, 26th of May of this year. I went to a, a conference, a Course in Miracle conference in Boston. And uh, unbeknownst to me, I was about to enter into, well, many things, but one of the things I, I entered into was a process whereby I worked diligently with the Holy Spirit to release and ident- or to identify and release some hidden beliefs. And these beliefs were actually coming up first and foremost from my recognition, you know, because these, everything comes to me first and foremost to shift my attitude. But it also became apparent that we were doing this for the collective, you know, for the sonship. So the healing work that I was doing with a friend of mine, which I'll explain that as well, I was working with someone who lives in Pennsylvania. We've never met, but we actually met in order to do this work together. So this, mm-hmm. this was coming up for individual recognition and you know, clarification, but also uh, for, for global, you know, for the sonship. Because when I'm healed, I'm not healed alone. So it started off at the conference in Boston, whereby I walked into a session, because this, this whole weekend was just a, a series of different workshops and sessions, and you could just go at the last minute and be guided into whichever session that you were supposed to be in. So I walked into this session, and I was late entering. So as I entered in, uh, there was a, um, a practice that was already ongoing. And so, you know, one of the things I explained about this, because this, um, this practice was already ongoing, I never had a chance to defend myself. So I never had a chance to prepare anything. So I just walked in, and what I did, I stood before this person, this woman, who was about, let's say, seven feet away from me. And what I was being asked to do was to take, I was going to take three steps towards her, and every step, that I would take, I would I was asked to release something. So that was this, that was the nature of this exercise. And this woman was representing the presence of innocence. So so here I was, you know, I just took a step towards her. And as I took the step towards her, I heard the Holy Spirit plant a seed in my awareness. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, Now is the time to let go of your unwillingness to listen. And so this just came to me, and I immediately let go of it. And as I was letting go of it, I felt it be released from me. Then I took another step towards her. And on the second step, I heard the Spirit say, this is time now to let go of any remaining disobedience. And I did that. I, I felt it be lifted from me. So as I was giving it up to the Holy Spirit or up to the light, I felt it be released from me. And then I took another step, and I can't even remember what that third hidden belief was, but whatever it was, I let go of it willingly. 
And so that was a very, this was a very profound exercise for me. You know how sometimes you go to workshops and sessions and you're asked to do something, you know, there's like a group activity and sometimes it can feel uncomfortable and superficial, you know, it kind of lands on the superficial realm. Well, this, this was anything but superficial. It was profoundly meaningful and facilitated a great release within me. So after that workshop, I went back to St. John's, Newfoundland, you know, after the weekend, I went back to Newfoundland and I was in my apartment and um, it became very clear that this release uh, process that had been started, this, this was just the beginning. What occurred was almost about, although I would say about 14 days of waking up in the morning and being given a list, we actually jokingly called it the laundry list. <laughs> Every morning I would be given a list of hidden beliefs to let go of. So it became an incredibly profound experience. And my friend who lives in um, Pennsylvania, she was going through the same thing. So two of us were going through the same process, but it wasn't planned. Like there, there was absolutely no plan. It was planned by the Holy Spirit, but it had, we weren't in control of this process. We just happened to be sharing our individual situation, which was completely matched to each other. So we were actually divinely guided to go through this process together and we both work with angels she's an angel channeler and i'm an angel channeler we both work deeply with the course in miracles for many years uh, you know like about 20 years working with the course in miracles so we were divinely guided to to be together so that we would have support in going through this very intense process so some of the hidden beliefs that started to come up and not only were these hidden beliefs revealed to us on a daily basis, but we were also given, sometimes we received the same messages. So both of us, like, and I think it was the same day, we're, were told that this was like opening a Pandora's box and all these hidden beliefs were coming up, you know, for recognition so that we could see them and feel them and heal them. So some of the beliefs started coming up and they were really just, I didn't even realize I had some of these beliefs, but, but this was, you know, this was what was supposed to happen. So I'm just going to give an example. Maybe other people can relate to having some of these beliefs. So one of them was, okay, the first one was the need to be right. That was the first belief that for me to look at and, you know, to recognize, to honor, and then give to the Holy Spirit and just, you know, really in the recognition is the healing of it. So the need to be right. And then the next one was the need to be wrong, <laughs> which I found to be an interesting one. And then the other ones started coming, like uh, the need to be a cleaner, a fixer, a doer, the need to look attractive. Now, not that there's anything wrong with any of these things that I just mentioned, but I think the operative word there was need. You know, it's, it's about releasing the need to be these things. And the next one was the need to be a wholeness blocker, uh, to release your vendetta against yourself, uh, to, to release your belief in evilness, that, that you are evil, to your fear of someone else's brilliance, the fear of loss. And then, you know, being given the fear of loss, the, the remedy for that or the description and the explanation of that and the clarification of that it said to me the spirit said the fear of loss is really the fear of losing heaven which we cannot lose 
So not only was I given the beliefs that were to be released and forgiven, but I was given all these affirmations that were to, to help, you know, to bring us back to wholeness. Um, so this, again, like this was just an amazing experience through which myself and my friend, we would meet online every day and explain the beliefs that were coming up and to be able to support each other on this path. And what we both found was that it was really, like anybody that we discussed it with, it wasn't, no one really understood what we were going through at that time. It was as if we were put in, you know, it, we were put on each other's path to really be able to facilitate and help each other. So is there anything that, you know, that you want to add to this at this time? No, I'm I'm reading and listening to the list. And yes. I could probably mark each and every one of them. Yeah, I was thinking, Stephanie, if we believe in reincarnation and that this is uh-huh. not our only life, of course, we have yeah. all of them. We have, and in right. many lives, we surely came to work on all of them again and again. And then, because we weren't able, my belief is because we weren't able, probably before, to be conscious of them, they just kept coming back and back. But I've been told not uh, more than once by people like you and my own intuition that this is the life that we are going to be able to really release most of our hidden beliefs. Is that like you get to? I absolutely do. And that's a perfect compliment to what I, to my next uh, sharing experience, which I'm going to share right now because it feels like the appropriate time. Um, I met someone in Boston, fell in love, and we were told that this is the lifetime, like this is the time right now that like we had been together in many lifetimes. And in this moment of time, there was healing going on. There was forgiveness of many of the lifetimes that we had been together. And so all those lifetimes are being healed and forgiven together. And so that's basically what you just said. Mm-hmm. And so all these beliefs begin to come up and we don't understand, you know, when we, we, you know, we had this idea, well, they didn't come from this lifetime. Like I have no idea why I would have this belief, but they're coming. We don't, we don't really have to know where they're coming from because they're coming from all kinds of different things, right? They're coming from all kinds mm-hmm. of just different mem- memories and, and false beliefs that are deeply embedded. You know, the angel said to me once that, just let go the best you can every day because a lot of these emotions and fears and hidden beliefs that you have are deeply embedded in the unconscious mind. And so we understand, they said, how difficult it is to let go. And so just let go in the best way that you can every day. And the important thing is to be willing to look at them because like as the Course in Miracles says, guilt is to be given up and not concealed because the ego doesn't want us to look at these false beliefs. The ego wants to keep them firmly hidden so that they will continue to wreak havoc, right, on our mind and our life. But we're really being asked to to face them full on 
and to be able to just take them out and show them to the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to look at these beliefs with us because we have full support from the Spirit. We can't actually heal our mind without the Holy Spirit. It is, it is impossible to heal our mind without the Holy Spirit because he heals our mind. Like right now, my prayer, I started this morning thanking Spirit for the healing of my mind because I'm not capable of doing that in myself. And I'm really thankful for that. The only thing that's required of me is to be willing to bring it up, to identify it, to show it to the Holy Spirit in my vulnerability, you know, to willingly let it be exposed. And so this now, this was a little bit of a scary process at first because it was very intense when all these beliefs began to emerge and they emerged one after the other, after the other, just when you were feeling, or just when I was feeling that I was bringing it up and, and releasing it, then another one would come, you know, it would be like, it was a very, um, very intense process, but it was right on time because now is the time for accelerated awakening. This is it. Right, The great awakening is here and there's no more delay. We're being asked to bring it all out and to bring it all up. And the beautiful thing about it, and I can't repeat this too many times, is that we have the Spirit with us, supporting us, ready to take the belief from us so that it can be transformed into love. And what the Spirit does, like just to talk about the metaphysics of what actually happens when you release a feeling or a thought or a belief, you know, what, what actually happens. And I, I like to mention this because there's a lot of talk about forgiveness, but there's not really a lot of discussion as to how to do that and what actually happens when you give it up. So what happens is it goes through a process. So when I release a thought, so let's just say I'm releasing, you know, that need to be right, let's say. What happens is I release that. The spirit takes that thought and he evaluates the thought. He removes the falsity from it. And he gives it back to me purified. And so this is the reason I feel such exquisite relief and release in that moment. Like they're saying, you know, you, you know you let go when you feel joy. And if you don't, if you haven't experienced deep abiding joy, it's because you actually haven't let go, which is fine, which is okay. You know, it takes something in order to let go. But you know you've let go of a belief when you experience that joy because it's in that moment but the spirit is actually returning the purified that back into your mind. And your mind is healed in that moment. And so this becomes an incredibly courageous process with amazing results of a healed mind. And so I hope that makes sense. It does. Yeah. It does. It's, it's very practical. It's very practical. The Holy Spirit is very practical, works with us on a very practical level. The Holy Spirit works in our mind. He knows the condition in which we believe we're in. He speaks to us in the language that we can understand. So the way the Spirit works with you is going to be, you know, it's going to look a little different maybe than how it works with me. Because it's perfectly appropriate to you. Yeah, so I understand that. 
understand yeah. that because especially you just said uh, all the process that you said if i were yeah. to use my words it would sound quite different but at the same time just the same it's just that like it's in my own beliefs i believe uh, let's say the power of rain that's who i give all my uh belief system to my well then i give the the i trust that the power of land of rain will clean and release all of the uh, of all of my blockages or hidden beliefs and it's the same yeah. thing because god universe whichever you align to doesn't have those barriers it's us just that we have different words for the same absolutely it's the same thing you know and we all experience the same thing and sometimes i'm given a belief and i'm thinking my god can i really share this like can i really share this but i always hear the word yes share it because you know when you have the courage to share something that you've gone through if that's when other people are going to be able to relate, you know, relate to that. We don't have to be superficial in this. We can go right to the jugular, so to speak. You know, we've all had these thoughts. The ego system, the ego system of belief is a murderous, sick, you know, hate-filled thought system. And we really have to be honest about that if we're going to experience true healing. Mm-hmm. It's about going all the way with it. You know, we've all had thoughts of hatred. Yes. It's okay. It's okay because if you don't realize it's okay, you're, you know, you're totally disempowered by the egoic thought system. It's about being willing to look at whatever comes up. Jealousy, resentment, all these different feelings and emotions that come up. It's okay to be feeling these things. And it's important to not sugarcoat it. So I wanted to mention that as well. And some of the affirmations that were given to me were beautiful. And I'll just share some of them that, that came to me like throughout this whole journey. One of the, the uh, affirmations were, fix yourself on spirit now and let the healing ensue. And then the other one was, you must put God first. The other one was see it, feel it, to heal it. That comes back to guilt is to be given up and not concealed. You know, we're asked to really come out with it, to, to expose it. But I just want to mention this as well, to understand that these beliefs are not true. They are, you know, concoctions. They're, they, they are beliefs that were given to us by the, by the ego. And they feel very real, but they're not. And we can only truly release them and forgive them when we understand the unreality of them. They're not the truth. Because, you know, it's impossible to release something and to forgive something if we believe it's real. It only becomes easy to forgive when you understand the unreality of us, that it was created by the egoic thought system. It was made up by the egoic part of, of us. And hence, you know, they are false beliefs. So, you know, it's important to to understand that even only, you know, even only if it's on an intellectual level to begin with. 
So if you have the belief, for example, that you're inadequate, so, you know, that belief, you you turn it around to a statement about yourself and you can kind of say like, okay, well, I believe I'm, let's say, inadequate. Well, that's not the truth about you. That's just a belief. But if I, if I believe that I'm truly inadequate and I believe that that's a reality, then I'm not going to be able to forgive that. It's only by understanding that the ego made up that belief and gave that to me so that I would believe in it, that I can actually, I'm free to forgive it. And to be able to say, I forgive myself for believing I'm inadequate. It was never really true. You know, and this process is something that you don't just do once. This is something that you may have to do a hundred times before you truly receive, you know, the glimpse that it, it isn't true and that I can, in fact, forgive it. I can release it. I am free from this. And this really does work. If you're doing this and you're doing it authentically and, you know, genuinely, it's, it works. You actually become free. And once the false belief leaves you, it leaves for good. It never returns. But you truly have to be willing to give it up. And with that, are, are yeah. we, we're going to ask our callers, are you truly okay. ready or do you truly want to give it up? So let's start. That's a great we're bring... yeah. And can I just? Yes. Sorry, I was just going to say one quick, one quick thing. Nothing is difficult that is wholly desired. Because I just want to quickly say that, you know what, nothing changed in my life and on my path until I made the decision. It's like if you're not making the decision, my mom used to say, if you haven't made up your mind, nothing is going to change. And so it does require that we do make that decision, you know, that peace is the goal, that freedom is the goal. Okay, I'll be quiet now. <laughs> <laughs> no, and so we're going to start with Nuri, and the only reason we're getting with her first is because something's going on with the internet, and we keep losing and bringing, losing and bringing. So let's now she's here, so let's okay. bring Nuri first, and then we'll go with Lakshmi. Nuri, welcome. Nuri. Hi, Nuri. Nuri, can okay. you hear us? Okay, so we'll okay. bring back to her later. So then let's go to Lakshmi from New York, and I'm going to go take some names. Perfect. Lak- Lakshmi, welcome. Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is so wonderful. That's wonderful. So Thank you for um, calling. Okay. Um, what do you need from me to ask a question? Well, uh, or? is there anything is there anything in particular that's on your heart that you would like to offer up, or is there just a particular question that you may have? It's it's whatever you feel, whatever you would like to offer up. You know, whatever you'd like to do. There's no rules. <laughs> okay, okay. So. Um, I would like to know what hidden beliefs um, or actually the area that I really want to look at, you know, today's my birthday. I'm in a whole new year. And so I'd like to um, see what's in my way of my right divine life partner. Okay. 
That's a wonderful, That's wonderful topic. Like to look at. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, first I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ask you, what do you feel? And you don't have to articulate it, you know, perfectly or anything like that. But what is it you feel that could be in your way? In, in your heart of hearts. Not that there is anything in the way, but, you know, like you, ju- you just mentioned that you're experiencing, it could be something that you're experiencing that may be blocking this. I would just say maybe fear of completely trusting someone with my heart. Like, you know, just um, trusting that they would do the right thing when I'm not around, protecting my heart. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And are there, do you have any issues in that area about around yourself? So in other words, do you feel that your trust is perfect? Or your, you know, trust as in a word, you know, the word trust. And let's use the word trust as an acronym. Let's break it down to an acronym, which is to rely upon spirit totally. So do you I use the say- word trust? Okay. I would say in, in the last couple of weeks, I've been doing, I've just been gifted one blessing after another, which has been a, a big clearing. So maybe if I had this question, I mean, this uh, conversation with you a week ago, I would have had a different answer. Um, yes. But today, I woke up feeling really like I can absolutely trust this inner compass. Um, it's so moving forward, I feel like I can trust what is arriving. I think the only thing is yes. that what what has been, you know what I mean, is that like little thing on my shoulder that's like, oh, you know, is it possible? You know. Well, what tell what I, I'm hearing is that you are developing trust very quickly because yes. you're trusting you you are developing it within yourself. So trusting somebody else is really not the goal here. It's really about developing your own trust in spirit. And then the rest takes care of itself because once you have, once you are developing, and that doesn't mean your trust has to be perfect, right? This is not about, you know, having, this is not about being perfect. This is about being willing. Yeah. And can I share my experience with you? Uh, You know, you're talking about attracting a partner. (laughs) The right partner. <laughs> yeah, well, I I was on my own for 20 years. Yeah. I was actually on my own for 20 years, and I never had any um, desire, really, to to be with anybody other than myself, because that was just in my script in this lifetime. I was to have that time to to get to know myself, develop, to develop my own trust, to to grow on my own. And that's what I did. And so for 20 years, I never had a partner. And two months ago, because I had developed my own inner compass and my own trust and many, many other things as well, guess what happened to me when I was away at a conference, of course, the Miracle Conference on the last evening of that conference? I met somebody. Oh, I think, yeah, I think Course in Miracles, a miracle <laughs> was just that, right. that opening, right? The willingness to receive. Yes. And to welcome yes. the person. Right. And so that's what happened for me. This was a divinely guided meeting. It was like an intersection. 
right, where the Holy Spirit got me there and this other person there, and we intersected. <laughs> and my life hasn't been the same since. <laughs> oh, my God, how great. Oh, so and I, know I guess and what I know I'm trying to say. The willingness, yeah. Yeah, so anything can happen. So be open. Okay. And the big I thing will. I can tell you from my own experience is that work on yourself first. This has nothing to do with you trusting somebody else. This is to do with you loving and forgiving and just doing the work on yourself. Everything else is going to take care of itself. I guarantee it. Thank you. Thank you for that. And actually, to be honest with you, when I look back, I I did hear, you know, like I didn't trust what I knew, you know, and that might have been a yes or a no. But um, that's why I realized exactly what you said. Like, it's not really about trusting somebody else. It's really about trusting ourselves to know. And isn't that a beautiful acknowledgement? Yeah. Yeah, Isn't that empowering? Because it's not about trusting other people. It's never about that. Because, you see, they're just a symbolic representation showing you to yourself. Exactly. It's It's about trusting the God, the God within. Yeah. Right? Well, and to rely guess, upon spirit totally. Yes. And and I I've heard that it's really just about like welcoming love as well. And so I guess I want to on this day sort of just um put out there that I am ready and welcoming love for this year. So I guess that's my claim of <laughs> my claim of words publicly. I would think it would be wonderful and I would welcome it with open arms. Yeah. Well, you know what? Relax and enjoy the show. It'll happen when it's supposed to happen. So all you got to do is relax. And enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy. And, and thank you news, for that. Yeah, yeah. It's really now about just sharing this wonderful life. So thank you so much. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Of your time. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lashmi. And let us know when, the, when love shows in your life, because it will. Wow. So, uh, Stephanie, you're ready to see if Nuri is here. Okay. Nuri? Oh, come on. I just spoke to you. You're not. <laughs> okay. This is, this, is, this is the work of spirit. So then let's go to Georgia and bring Maddie to the show. Maddie, Hello, Maddie. 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 Ajá, dile que estoy, I have been working in, in healing other people and healing myself for almost a year. I really love this job, but I know that is something in my head that is blocking my energy. So I want to give it up. I'm, I'm ready yeah. to say, let go, whatever is blocking me. And I'm, okay. let, ajá. Uh-huh. And I'm happy to let the Holy Spirit to be in myself. Okay. First thing I just like to say as you were speaking is that the Holy Spirit, this is all under, it's called Christ control. In other words, this is under the Holy Spirit's guidance. So 
really this process is about releasing everything to the Holy Spirit. You're not in charge of it. You know, thank God, right, that we're not in charge of it. All we need to have is the willingness to do this. So, but can I ask you, you mentioned about releasing blockages. What, what exactly mm-hmm. do you feel that that is? Like, how does that feel? You have to when describe I'm, it in a fa- uh-huh. feeling. When I'm, when I'm working with my friends, healing persons, and in the energy, I'm completely happy, and I feel completely free, and I feel in my, in my, in perfect way. But when I'm... Yes. Okay. Yes. So, uh, we lost it. So, I, I believe that what she wanted to continue is that the problem is when she's working on herself, allowing the healing to happen to with, within herself, that's when she feels the blockage. Yeah, and I can relate to that. Uh, I think what, the, yeah, the, the gist of it is when I'm healing, with, when I'm with someone, it's it's good. It, it all comes through, and it's like you feel the blockages being released, and you feel an opening, and you feel the spirit come forth, and you feel the healing of your mind and the freeing, and the peace flows through. But sometimes when we're on our own, it's like the demons can come up, and the fears can come up. So that's what I'm getting from this. Which is perfectly understandable, and I think that many people can relate to this, myself included. You know, sometimes if all of a sudden I'm alone. Now, that being said, I spend a lot of time alone because that was part of, part of my journey. I, I have, you know, I need that. Uh, but sometimes when you, you know, when you slip between the sheets at night, so to speak, you know, that's when the guilt can come up. And my thought around that is just hang in there with it. It's like, you know, the guilt is to be given up and not concealed. So just let it come up instead of trying to distract ourselves from it because the ego is the art is the master of distraction the ego wants to distract us even with spiritual principles right it wants to distract us from exposing these hidden beliefs and exposing the guilt feelings of guilt and fear and like you say all these ugly feelings that that we have that are part of the egoic thought system so you know hang in there with it it's almost as if like in meditation, like I remember Deepak Chopra saying, in meditation, mm-hmm. the reason a lot of people can't handle meditation is that what happens when you actually sit still with no distractions, no props, you know, release every last modicum of your thoughts and emotions, well, what happens? What happens is the demons come up full force. And that's the last thing you want to face, right? So you kind of can't handle meditation. But if you hang in there long enough and just let them be there, it's like something else begins to introduce itself to you. And it feels like an ancient friend. It's a presence of bliss that just shows up in your mind. It's, you know, nothing you can't control this or plan for it. You just got to hang in there with it and let the fears come up. And it does take practice. You know, there's one thing about this journey from my experience, it takes a lot of practice, a lot of discipline, a lot of mind training. And regardless of what method you use, because there's thousands of roads to enlightenment, you know, whether that's Buddhism, Hinduism, yoga, meditation, of course, the miracles, Christianity, Bhagavad Gita, and the list goes on and on. It does take discipline and it does take mind training. And 
spirit will come and replace your fears. And it's worth every little bit of discomfort takes. So that's my, my, the answer to me is just hang in there with it and to try not to distract yourself too much with anything other than presence. It's even like okay. I know many students. Yeah. I just want to say that like, you, like you may not be involved in a course of miracles, but that's my path. And, the most difficult part of doing the mind training of A Course in Miracles is actually doing what the lesson is asking us to do, right? So in other words, to take that space, right, to take that time to pull back, to release your thoughts. Okay. And, and Cultivate that, that space. Yeah. That's a so good back one. Now, are you? You like <laughs> that idea? Yes, I like your it's not idea. Easy, is it? Hanging in, in meditation and and not not let our fears to interfere. Well, you know what? That's a great comment that you just make. But actually, it is to let them interfere. Let them be there, right? So it's like let them to have the courage to give them up to the Holy Spirit. Because as soon as you give it up and lay it there and show it to the Holy Spirit, it will, appear. It, will leave, it will leave you. It will be taken from you. Okay. So actually, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It takes courage to do this, but, it's, but the results are amazingly beneficial with so many um, blessings. And the largest I know. blessing is yeah you're on the right path I know I feel that <laughs> yes very much thank well, you and very when you much. do that oh me too thank you very much thank you Nuri so, so Stephanie uh, with the first caller we had her working on trusting on her own love and in the second caller we uh, I heard the, that the message was into working with her fears and guilt primarily, right? Yes, exposing the fear, exposing the hidden belief. Yeah, because okay. the more you expose, I just want to say this: the more you expose it, the less, the less, the more meaningless it becomes. Right? It just it comes to the point where. It becomes meaningless, so you're not triggered anymore. And when you are triggered, it's very fast. It will leave you very quickly. It just becomes meaningless. Fear and conflict becomes meaningless. It's a beautiful process to see unfold. Because I know myself, I've gone through like special relationships in which I was triggered to the point where I couldn't even hardly live. I mean, I just was totally paralyzed. But working with this exposing process now, it's like... I see it with love. I see it with like a form of detachment, like a, de- a desensitization, which, by the way, is filled with love. So it's worth it. It's worth for it. me, okay. personally, there, was, there wasn't, yeah, for me, there was no easy fixes. Now, I know other people, there are easy fixes, but for me, there wasn't. And I'm not saying it has to be a long process, especially now, because I feel like everything is accelerated. And we can do now in a week, what probably would have taken a year to do 10 years ago. No, uh, that's good news. Yeah. 
Okay, so let's see if Maddie from Georgia is ready to heal hidden beliefs. Maddie, are you there? I'm here. Thank you. <clears throat> My, how are you guys today? Good? Good, thank you. Hi, Maddie. Hi. Um, I want to ask you a question about my, um, I have been having seizures disorders for, uh, since the 80s. Um, yeah. And um, it's been months now that I, and the medication was making me uh, all dumb down. You know, slow, didn't yeah. dream, just, just like a zombie, pretty much. Kept me numb right. down. But anyway, yeah. it's been months now. I had a dream one night, and I and I kind of worked on myself and figured out it was all emotional. That's what it was yes. coming from because all the testers, nothing, you know, MRI and all of that was they didn't find nothing. So I said, is it someone? Someone pulled me to the side um, one day and said, uh, and told me what it was all about. So it's emotional. And I kind of took that man's advice and start looking at my emotional state. And so one night, oh, months ago, I think it was last year, I had a dream that I was getting ready to have a seizure, and I felt in my dream like something switched in my head and my brain. And said, nope, it's not going to happen. And something just, I felt something move in my head. Yes. And uh, and so the next morning I started thinking about, wow, I had a dream that I was getting ready to have a seizure and something just moved in my head like, mm, it's not going to happen. And I don't take medication anymore. And I feel so wow. much better. I feel alive and more clear thinking, and I'm dreaming, and I, I just have more confidence, and and I want to know, can you expound on that? Uh, maybe help me get some clarity of what it is all about. Did I do that? Did my universe, did my God and angels, uh, right. help me do right. that? That sounds okay. very profound, and it sounds like you had a healing. From the higher part of you, right? The Christ mind. Yeah. Which is the mind that has come to save us, right? Like the Christ mind is the mind that has come to save us from our our beliefs, our, our needs, and our wants and our desires. So that's what it sounds like. And yeah, for sure, you 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 know you must have given permission for this, or it wouldn't have happened. And do you see how fast healing can happen? Yes. Yes. But sometimes I think about it, and I just like, wow, am I gonna? No, just like I do have an appointment to see my neurologist on Monday, yep. and I was, in, right. and I say, should I go? Oh, are you asking me? Yes, hi. Yeah, what what would your what would you uh, what would your perspective be on that? Should I go, right. uh, or should I stay right. away? Right, I hear you. I think at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what you do because what okay. matters is that you have, you have the conviction and the faith and the knowing 
right? You have the knowledge that your healing is within you. There's a saying in the course that says, um, my salvation comes from me because God is in my mind. See, God is in our mind through the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. ultimately, if you have that knowing, that you know uh, that you can heal yourself, or you know when I you know what I mean when I say you can heal yourself. That all healing is within. It really doesn't matter yes. if you go or not because you have that knowledge. So nothing is going to convince you otherwise. In other words, you know the other saying from the course is that when somebody asks you to do something, do it because it really doesn't matter. <laughs> right? You know you know you're not threatened or conditioned or you know you don't, you're not going to be convinced by something anymore like an egoic thought you're not going to be you won't be um taken over by that anymore you know like it's not going to have an impact you're not going to you're not believing in that anymore so if you feel it comes down to whatever you're guided to do either way you can't go wrong perhaps for example like i know sometimes i'm guided to do something i don't know why i'm doing it the point is to just stay in the guidance, regardless of where it is. You're guided to go. Like, you know, the saying in the course, like, show me, right, um, where, where to go, what to do, mm-hmm. who to talk to, what to say, right, as Jennifer Hadley would say, what to wear. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Be, you know, be you, in, be you in charge. So it really doesn't matter. Like, for example, you may be guided to go to the neurologist because perhaps you're going to have a conversation with your neurologist. That's going mm-hmm. to help him. Like, we, we don't know how it goes, right? It's just about no, we trusting. Don't, right, trusting that guidance. Okay. And Thank when you, I Matt. do that, all I know, yeah, when I do that, when I trust my guidance, good things happen. And the guidance, by the way, is not always going to bring you to the easiest um, the easiest um, thing to do. Yeah, it's not always about, you know, it's not about staying in our comfort zone, right? It's about coming out of our comfort zone many times. Most of the time, I would say. Yeah, you know, you know yeah, the, so I hope the, that helps. The, thank you, Mary. No, not so long ago, I was presented with some sentence that got me very, very worried. But something inside of me kept telling me, no, you're okay. It's just going, it's going to go away on its own. But right. it lasted longer than my trust would have me wait for. So I was frankly uh, worried and afraid. So I asked my spirit, and I said, should I go to the doctor? And the answer was, was just like this, if you want to. And I was like, what kind of an answer right. is that? Is it yes or no? And it said it doesn't matter. What is going to bring you wow. peace? So I went to the doctor and I had my peace, even though I really thought, well, I, I knew everything was okay. But my mind, yeah. the only way to give peace to my mind, which is a very Scorpio mind, was to <laughs> go and have the facts. So... So that 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 can help you too, Maddie. I what love it. Keep? I just love it. <laughs> because you know the other thing, the other I'll tell you the other realization that came to me the other day. When we face our fears and go, for example, have that conversation we we want to have, or you know, go to the bank and do some banking, and like you know how money brings up fears. 
So whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, like is, your fears come up. And sometimes we have to face that because it helps us process our fears. Right? So going to the doctor mm-hmm. could be helping you process your fear. I just had that realization the other day. Yeah, it frees you. It actually frees you from your fear. So there's no rights or wrongs. It's just about doing what you're guided to do. Okay, so we have one last person, but this person is in the chat room. Her name is Sandia, and she lives in one of the, it's, it's called Mauritius, which is a little island somewhere in Asia. I don't remember exactly where. So oh. her, quest, her question is, uh, sometimes leaving my job for another one that pays much less is now filling me up with fear and anxiety. Can the angel show me what hidden beliefs I have around it? Yeah. Well, what comes up right in this moment when you said that is fear of lack? And what a beautiful opportunity to develop and cultivate your trust. Because if we're not in the position to develop our trust, how are we going to develop it? So this is happening right on time for you. Congratulations. Because you're ready. So, the fact that it's so, happening means you're ready. Oh, to release and the I'm looking fear at a card. Yeah, what a beautiful opportunity. And, you know, it's also to understand that abundance doesn't come from where we think it comes from. It's like, it's, you know, we're being called to let go of even where abundance comes from. And just to open up the channels and let it show up from wherever it wants to show up. The angel said to me one time, when you are letting go, freeze up space so the angels can work on your behalf. So abundance is going to come from all kinds of different channels. It's going to be so delightful. You know, but we have, to, we have to be open to that. We have to trust in that. We have to release you know, our expectations, our control our fears, you know, of, of where we think it's going to come from and just open up the channels. And by the way, in my book, I Let the Love Light In, there are four poems about abundance and they contain tools to help us with that, you know, actual tools that we can use on a practical level. And so that's just a belief that you're going to be making less money. It's just a belief. Remember that. That's actually a hidden belief that I'm going to have less, right? So that's it's really about releasing that belief. And trust, remember, means to rely upon spirit totally. That means no aces up your sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if we want to see divine providence work in our life, then we have to let go of all the aces of our, all of our safety nets and our backup plans. Because spirit requires that we're out right out on a limb. That's where the fruit is, out on the limb. This is, this is you know, advanced spirituality at play. And ultimately, this is what we're all being asked to do. And when you, the joy is when you begin to see the results of how it works, that's what brings the joy. That's what eases the mind of all these parameters and restrictions and, you know, 
the things that we have set up in our minds about around, around limitation and lack. That's really what, what we're healing here is your belief in lack. It's got nothing to do with money. By the way, um, you know what Spirit said to me one time around money? There is no money. There's only love. Hmm. And so anytime you have a fear around money or a belief around money, just replace that word. Replace the word money with love. Right? Just try it on now for size if you like. So what would be one of the beliefs you have around money? Just sort of throw it out there. I mean, and if you can't think of anything, just make something up. Yeah, she says she's wondering if she will ever be abandoned. Okay. So I'm wondering if I'm ever going to have a lot of money. Let's turn it into that, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if I'm ever going to have enough love. Am I ever going to be abundantly provided for financially? Am I ever going to be lovingly provided for? Is, is love going to be so abundant I'm going to be totally overjoyed all the time? See, so to replace the word money with the word love, because money is just a piece, it's just a symbol. It's symbolic. We're really being asked to, to come out of our comfort zones when we're working with, with money. Money is a huge teacher. It's a massive teacher in most people's lives. It brings up fears and, you know, it brings up insecurities. It brings up ego like nothing else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could bring the worst out of everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Claudia just said, it brings the worst out in everybody. It really does. <laughs> It absolutely does. It's absolutely like atrocious. Some of the things. All we got to do is look around and see. People would die. They kill for money. But it really has nothing to do with money. So it's a pretty good thing, I think, at the end of the day, to understand that. And you know, the other thing I've learned is to tickle myself with it. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people, you know, a lot of people wouldn't understand what you're doing when you're rocking these principles. So it's like to tickle yourself with it. To see them really operate in your life, and we can, you know we can't go halfway with it. Ultimately, we have to really just no compromise, go all out. See what spirit has in store for you. Like David Hofmeister said, at one point he said he asked the spirit to knock his socks off with with, with a mm-hmm. delightful surprise. Right? Ask the spirit to knock your socks off, and nothing less. Well, that's you. You have given us, like always, lots of things to think about, and uh, I'm gonna be listening to this recording again and again, and I'm just so glad that it's there. And anyone that Me wants too. to release it, you can just do it. It's it's so packed with practical information. So, Stephanie, thank you so so much for being here again. And me too. The next can I say one? Yeah. Can I, can I just say something? I want to say thank you to you and the way that we work together. Oh, you're we welcome. work very well, beautifully. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a rhythm and a poetry in motion and we bring the best out in each other and that's true companionship. You know, what we're doing here is conversation and that's the most impactful to have a conversation with someone. It's not about 
someone teaching, you know, and learning. It's not about that anymore. It's about a conversation. I, just, I also want to say that it's not about, you know, what you can do for me. It's about what he can do for us. And that's exactly. true release. Yeah, and I love you. I love you too. And again, I was <laughs> going to say, you're coming back in October 11th. So we're going to continue right. our conversation, and I agree with you. The way, the way we get into things in the, during your show is so beautiful, and the people that we have here, the callers, they are just exactly the ones needed. So thank you for your contribution, for being part of this time, for everything that you give humanity and, and the way you lift everybody as well. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you so much. Bless you. And have a wonderful weekend. You as well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.